You're listening to the Brand Interrupted Podcast, a show for the creative entrepreneur, the radiant leaders, and the rebels at heart. If you're ready to get radically visible, use your voice, and take up space, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Brittany Hammond, filmmaker, story mentor, and serial entrepreneur. Brand Interrupted means liberating yourself from the conditioning and discerning the many contradictory voices of society, family, friends, media, coaches, gurus, anyone or thing that has fit you into a box of check marks and labels, and instead coming back home to yourself. In this podcast, we are all about appointing yourself as the authority and leader of your life. Embrace yourself unconditionally, strip down to your white hot truth, cultivate self-trust and awaken your confidence within so that you can be your true expression in the world, in your life, your relationships, and your business. Ready for some real, raw, and unfiltered conversations? I'll see you on the other side. We're talking about our capacity to receive love, goodness, money, um, receiving on all levels. And um, I'm going to talk about, because a lot of my clients have been asking me this week, like, how do I get to a 10K month? And I find it really interesting because this is something that's very like pushed in the online industry as like a milestone of achievement and success. And it definitely is. But you really have to ask yourself, like, what does that number mean to you? Like, what does that money mean for you and your family? Because if you're just chasing a goal, like a number for no reason, because it's this the considered what is successful, then that's when I think we can um, kind of like get ourselves in these entangled patterns around self-worthiness and hustle and all the things. So as I shared in my post from earlier, I grew up in a like well-off family. So I had a pretty high wealth consciousness, but I was a little bit, um, I don't want to say bullied because it wasn't bullied, but I definitely had people like making comments about it. And so I kind of like never felt comfortable talking about money. And it actually was my coach who brought it up that by talking about like we as women to break this like patriarchal society and really step into our power and leadership, like we need to be honest and transparent about money. But because I had some of these sisterhood wounds, I didn't ever feel safe to actually talk about money. And then I had experiences that mirrored back to me, okay, don't talk about money because your clients are gonna judge you, your friends are gonna judge you, and all the things. And so I made this decision back in November of 2019 that I was done with the feast and famine cycle. So if you're just tuning in now, let me know, say hello. And if you have experienced the feast and famine cycle in your business, drop feast and famine below. Because it's something that it wasn't the strategy that actually got me out of it. It was untangling the generational messaging that was keeping me small and quiet. So not using my voice, not showing up on social media meant that I wasn't making as much 
impact as I could and I wasn't helping as many clients as I could. So it all really went hand in hand. And I spent the good part of 2019 and 2020 like learning how to break through this. And so I have, um, I'm just gonna look at some of my notes here. The, I had three patterns that I broke. And as I share part of these stories, I want you to lean in grab your notebook, grab your pen, and I want you to start thinking about how this applies to you and where these patterns have shown up in your life. So the first one, and this pertains to the mother wound and the sisterhood wound, it was I had learned growing up that I had to perform for love. I did not feel inherently worthy as I was, and I fell into the cycle of performing for love and praise, which having a background in performing was great because I had the talent and I was on stage and I was always being praised. Um, but the dark side of this, or the shadow side of being the overachiever is that I would fall into burnout and I would resent my success because success and money did not make me feel safe in the way that I was approaching it. I'll say that again, money and success in the way that I was approaching it, I, I did not feel safe because of the self-destructing patterns of the burnout to actually get to that point. So when I had my first $12,000 month, this was back in 2018, I was not equipped emotionally to handle this and they ended up crashing and burning. So that's the first one the second one is and this really relates to the sisterhood wound is like i didn't realize i was living in a place of of scarcity and like not celebrating myself and others so here's some of the inherited beliefs that i got from my mom one of them growing up is she would always say that i was really expensive I think most kids, you know, they, they're, we're all like, we <laughs> we're always asking for things. Oh, can, can I have this? Can I have that? And, you know, as a single parent, my mom, like she projected onto me that I was really expensive. So I internalized that. So guess what happened when I started my business? I thought, okay, to be liked and loved and make sales, I have to charge the least amount because the least amount of money I cost, the more I'll be loved. Now I don't, blame my mom for this like these are very unconscious patterns and dynamics that play out this was huge for me when i realized this and the second one so when i did have that first 12k month and i crashed and burned like i was so scared to i didn't want to tell anyone about it i didn't even celebrate it because i also had another one like bless you know anytime i'm talking about family stuff here i'm never coming from a place of blame but one of the inherited beliefs that i got from my mom was that um like the starving artists that artists don't know how to manage money and don't know how to make money and actually just to go on like a little bracket side rant on this a lot of the reason why artists and writers and creatives and healers are under earning is because of the the structure in our society that is set up in such a way where um the the artist like you have a gatekeeper so say you're a performer like you're say you're like a musician you're going through like the record label or something and oftentimes like you've probably heard these stories of people where they're offered this opportunity to speak on stage or perform for exposure 
they're not being paid, but what they'll get is exposure. Now exposure doesn't pay our bills. So a lot of, you know, for artists and creatives, like it's been ingrained in us that there's just no budget for us. It's not that we don't know how to manage money or we're not interested in it, or at least that was the case for me. So I had to learn how to disinherit, is that a word, disinherit? <laughs> Release myself from the beliefs, the generational beliefs that were keeping me small and quite frankly, broke. Now, here's where the mother wound comes in, again, because Bethany Webster talks extensively about this, but there is a real fear about surpassing our parents. Okay, so I felt on a unconscious level that if I it, like because my mom projected this identity on me, that is how I stayed loyal to her. And if I broke that identity and became wildly rich and successful, then I would be betraying my mom in the process. This is part of the definition of the mother wound. I'm going to leave a resource below after this, because once I learned this, why I was keeping myself small, I swear to God, I, my business just like completely blew up and started taking off because I released myself of these stories. The third one, and this is like probably the most significant. Um, and I want to, I want to know if this is resonating with you guys, if there's any bells going off and you're like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. Or I could see how this could apply to me. So, um, it was in November of 2019 and I was working with my worthiness mentor and somatic healer. And she had said to me, um, uh, cause I talked about my money patterns where like I basically at the 11th hour would make just enough money. I'd make just enough money to pay the bill, just enough to pay my rent, just enough to invest in like whatever the thing I wanted. It was always just enough, but never more than. And it was always at the last minute. So I would sit there, you know, paralyzed and I'd be trying to do the actions and things. And I'd be, I'd just sit there paralyzed waiting until like something would come in and save me. And this is when she said to me, where in your life were you waiting to be rescued? Okay, I went back into my childhood. Okay, not only is this a message that is perpetuated just in Disney movies, the prince comes along and saves Cinderella. The prince comes along and saves Snow White, Rapunzel, all of them. Okay, like we are taught this generational, cultural, societal messages that something or someone, government outside of us is going to come and save us. And this is where self-radical responsibility comes in because we are the creator of our life. I just like got chills when I said that. I feel so deeply about this that I, I know that I need to shout this from the rooftops and educate other women on this topic because this has set me free, which is what my six week program starting next week is all about. Make some noise, beliefs, boundaries, belonging. We are going to be doing this work and in a very fun, like approach this from curiosity kind of way. So. I realized that when I was a kid, because I grew up in a very toxic, abusive environment, both home and school life, I used to pray when I was a kid that when I'm 16 or 18, I'm going to move out and my life is going to be different and something or someone, an agent of this or that, like something's going to come and save me from this prison of a life. And when I connected the dots between that belief system and how those patterns played out in my life and my business, 
What's that emoji? The brain's like blowing off. That level of awareness. Okay, this was November of 2019. That very month, I finally had another 10K month. Now I'm not saying, oh, it just poof, like came out of nowhere. Of course I'm doing the daily actions in my business and the, the, the you know, like the connecting and the networking and all of that. But because I, I, I became aware of this pattern, now I knew how to live and act differently in alignment. So this was huge. Um, let me just see what else I put in here so I don't miss anything. Um, Okay, so moving into 2020, what was really interesting, so I made that declaration November 2019, 10K month, I also wanted to have at least $10,000 in savings, came hugely in handy because we had COVID and half of my film business was shut down, and I had to then match my online income to like my full-time income. Um, and a lot of 2020, I keep forgetting we're in 2021, I still feel like it's 2020. <laughs> um, I realized that I have spent my whole life living in this state of like scarcity and survival, even when I had abundance for like little periods here and there. And it's so different when you start, um, you start operating from a place of, I don't wanna make this sound wishy-washy, but instead of like living month to month in my business, I finally started having savings abundance more money, more clients. And I noticed I don't need to be driven by fear. I can be called to the higher vision. And this is huge because you realize, oh, I actually, you know, I could thrive when I was surviving. Now, not thriving in like, you know, a good way, but I found a way to make it work because I was so used to living in survival mode. But that leads to like stress and burnout. And frankly, I really resented my business and my clients for so long because it wasn't a healthy way of achieving success, which is what I named this live stream um, was, gosh, I can't even remember now, something about like our ability to receive um, success, money, and all the things. Um, could there be some unhealed patterns and trauma around that? So... That's really what I wanted to share. And then for my my entrepreneur friends here, you know, I want to flip this question back to you. Like, what does this 10K month mean to you? Because let me tell you this in the utmost transparency, just because you make $10,000, like if you think it's going to bring you peace of mind, it does not. It, it may in some ways, but actually money is a really good teacher because it amplifies what we already think and believe. So once I started hitting five figure months, I actually noticed that my anxiety increased because my like little um, danger signals were going off like, oh, success, money, danger, danger, self-sabotage, come back. And so I kind of went through this wave where I started to really raise my energetic capacity. So what I find interesting is when I have clients come to me who are maybe at the two, $3,000 a month mark and they're like, I want to make 10,000, I wholeheartedly believe that you have to energetically work yourself up to there. 
it doesn't have to take months. You can do it in a month, in two months, but then it's about creating sustainability because we get, I, I feel like, and I don't say this out of privilege, maybe a little bit. I feel like now it's like easy to hit 10K a month, but I still have to remember that I have to um, do that inner like somatic work to be able to hold that capacity because of the deep beliefs I had around, um, you know, fear of shining. If I come across as too successful, then my clients are not going to want to hire me or they're going to judge me. Um, and you know, all these little things that keep us small, quiet and small, yeah, small and quiet. (laughs) So I want to let you guys know, well, first of all, I want to hear from you if this resonates. Um, this is like this, I'm going to be talking more and more about this because something my mentor had said, now I grew up in Canada and Canadians are like pretty conservative or not as like flashy about our, our money. And I used to judge other women that would talk about their success, but that was the wounded version of me who was actually like envious and, and wanted that level, but didn't feel safe enough to actually start talking about it. Hence why I was actually nervous to come on live to talk about this today because, um, you know, it, the, the, the nerves still live in your body, but I'm working through it. And I, I practice what I preach about showing up and, and sharing your message uncensored. This is why I'm doing this uncensored. Um, but where was I going with this? Um, yeah, the other thing too is like you don't hit $10,000 a month by offering single sessions or a bunch of little offerings that you're piecing together. Like you can you can have multiple offers, like I have a few offers, but um, you don't get there by single sessions, okay? That was, you know, if you're if that is your goal, you have to like actually look at the breakdown and pricing of like what you're offering. Because I used to be in that pattern where I could not fathom, I could not understand how someone could make so much money. And now I can't understand how I would not make that much money. Like, because my my nervous system has caught up with my like conscious brain. So this six-week program is all about like committing to your extraordinary life, setting yourself free from these patterns that keep you small and quiet and dim your light free from the projected identities from your family. This is where the belonging piece comes in, right? Because part of me playing small was my way to belong. Now, belong to who? I don't know exactly. It just felt like safer. Um, I think there's that quote, like you're something about the average of the five closest people to you. So if I could always just stay like, you know, small just small like then I would be safe and I would belong because I want to be outshining my friends my peers my colleagues my family whatever but you hit a point in your life where you realize that you are living your life for you and not for other people that was my um Saturn return when I hit 28 29 like that's when I was like I am so tired of this pattern and I'm ready to break through it so this is where you take your power back this is where you get your voice back. And this is exactly the work that we're doing in the six-week program. The other thing I wanted to say is, so it's six weeks. There's five mini modules, six live calls with me. There's going to be guided meditations as well as a breathwork session. Breathwork has been the most 
healing thing to release shit <laughs> traumas from my body. And um, I just forgot what I was going to say. Anyways. Oh, okay. The fact that I have this level of success in my business now means that I can offer this at a very affordable payment plan. That's what I was going to say. Because I'm not in a place of struggle. I'm in a place where I'm, I'm, my mission right now is just to help other women reclaim their voice, set their boundaries and like live their most extraordinary life. So it is 450 pay in full, two payments of 247. And I offered a three part payment plan of 165. If you want to have a conversation with me, like, is this, is this right for you? Um, if you want to know more, I'm here. I practice consensual sales. I'm only here to guide you to your highest, best decision for what is right for you. And we are kicking off next week. This is like a culmination of 12 years of being an entrepreneur and healing my life and learning how to thrive. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to drop the link in the comments. Check it out. Say yes to yourself. Like if you have fear around investing in yourself, then this is just another reason why you need this program because you are worthy and you deserve to invest in yourself. And that is not a marketing phrase. I know some people throw this around a lot, but I swear when you invest in yourself, it's showing yourself that you care and you love yourself enough. So I'm heated up about this. I'm so excited. There are three spots left. If this is calling to you, let me know. Send me a message or just sign up and we will see you next week. All right. I love you all. Bisous from Paris. Ciao.